take a wild romp through time with a martial arts relic known as the Kung Fu Mummy. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie Bros. We review B-Movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. This week on Martial March, we are bringing you a review of the 2005 independent film, The Kung Fu Mummy. So let's dive right into this shit with our technical difficulties. Top and bottom three best and worst parts of this movie. Paul, let's start with the bottom. In this movie, the mummy hadn't actually done anything wrong, yet there's like a detective trying to get him. The police are out for him. People are panicking in the streets. It's like, it doesn't even look like an actual mummy, but there people are, a freaking mummy. Up, are freaking out. For number two, the poor quality overall, like... The sound quality was awful. It looked like shit. Everything about it was shit. And didn't bother me too much, but I can definitely see where that would be a huge turnoff for 99% of people watching it. For number one, 90% of this movie was non-sequiturs. There were a few scenes that actually tied together. It's like the movie just kept forgetting it had a plot and would just kind of randomly like show stuff happening. It was really weird. They clearly didn't script it at all. So, for me, number three is the fact that the movie had a lot of parts that had nothing to do with the actual plot. Your non-sequitur sections, as you said. They added nothing. They didn't take away anything, but after a while, they kind of got annoying being there. Number two, the visual quality in this movie is very inconsistent. Sometimes it's grainy. Sometimes it's really grainy. And sometimes it's, fuck, Grainy, what is going on? You know, I don't mind it at times, but it starts to bug me after a while. And number one for me, at 93 minutes, this movie sure does feel like it's a lot longer. Mostly because of the poor quality of it overall and the non-sequitur moments. The plot inches along so slowly for every 10 minutes of something happening, you've only got like one minute of actual plot time. And it just makes this movie drag on way too long. So it all kind of combines into one big bottom. With nothing really tying together, the movie felt like it was much longer than it actually was. It just, it seemed to drag on a lot because of that. You didn't know what was leading into what, and it was just, it, it was not pleasant. Well, let's move on to our top three. What do you have for us? Alright, so number three, the dialogue in this movie was hilarious. I laughed throughout almost the entire thing. It's like the lines are so ridiculous and so just insane that I, I couldn't help but laugh. For number two, this movie stayed a comedy throughout its entire time. It didn't try to be serious at any point. It just kind of was goofy and you had a goofy premise and it stayed consistent with that. Which is more than I can say about a lot of movies we've seen. And for number one, this movie is just such a fucking mess. It's full of logical errors, like why the mummy speaks English, or skateboards, or knows kung fu, or was found in Peru. No one really knows, and they don't try to make sense of it. And that just made it hilarious. I love the fact that five minutes, not even five minutes within into the movie... You know that they didn't even try, and you just watch it, and you're just amazed by the sheer insanity of it all. So for me, number three, I, I said the dialogue. I thought it was funny. There were good parts. There were bad parts. But overall, 
I thought it worked well, what they said when they said it. Number two, the fight scenes were just hilariously bad. They were so terribly choreographed, and you could tell, like, they weren't hitting anybody. I mean, it was like professional wrestling, except 12 times worse. And that's pretty bad at times. Number one for me was the sex toy warehouse chase and fight scene, which happened pretty much at the beginning of the movie. It was just had the best jokes, the best scenery, the best use of props in this movie, in my opinion. Since we both seem to like the dialogue, let's get into a little bit of a quote war. Yeah, I suggest you give up because only one of us is leaving this dildo factory alive. You almost ruined my fucking ass leg. It's only attached by bone. It's like drinking. You never really forget how to do it. Every waking moment I spend contemplating the whereabouts of this crusty creature. Well, actually, I split that waking moment between drinking and contemplating. But that's neither here nor there. I've seen more meat in a vegetarian bowel movement. Is the Zodiac skunk urine in season yet? And that concludes this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you've seen The Kung Fu Mummy and you have a favorite quote, or would just like to tell us anything about it, please let us know here on SoundCloud, on our Facebook page, B-Movie space B-R-O-S, that's B-Movie Bros. Tweet Paul directly at B-Movie Paul, or tweet us at B-Movie Bros, all one word. Well, now that we've given you a little bit of a taste of the dialogue in this movie, let's give you our final take on it, give you our score, on our shot scale, remember the shot scale is a reverse scale, 1 to 10. 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this movie? Paul? This is a 4 out of 10. You know, I gave this a 4 out of 10 as well. However, I think I might need to reevaluate that because I was already half drunk when you came over to watch this movie. So it was 4 shots on top of whatever I already had. It's pretty impressive. So why would you give this a 4 out of 10? Well, the Kung Fu Mummy, you realize really early on that it's not intended to be taken seriously at all. Like, these guys did not try to make a good movie. It's terrible. The quality is cheap. Just The story is just random shit thrown together. Most of it's not even related to any other scenes. That being said, I had a pretty fun time watching it. It's so ridiculous and poorly constructed that you can't help but laugh and... Most of the dialogue was pretty hilarious. Stupid, but hilarious. Even though I enjoyed Kung Fu Mummy, and I recognize that it's not intended to be taken seriously, its random nat nature and disconnected scenes made it feel really long, despite the fact that it was only 132 minutes. Still, I would recommend it to anyone who likes B-movies, just, just so you can believe that this movie actually exists. Paul, you know it was only 93 minutes, right? According to, um... According to IMDb, it was 132. Well, I don't know what movie they watched, but the one we watched was 93 minutes. Yeah. It felt that long. Yeah, it definitely did. While inebriated, I gave Kung Fu Mummy a 4 out of 10. Because Kung Fu Mummy starts out comical and lighthearted, but quickly becomes incoherent and just a tad bizarre. While the movie never takes itself seriously, this becomes a problem when scenes start occurring and ending without any bearing on the plot or story whatsoever. This makes the 93 minutes of this movie seem more like 123 minutes. I found a lot of the jokes funny, and the fact that this movie came out of a $500 budget really lets me appreciate the overall low quality that the movie had going for it. It's somebody's heart and soul. It's somebody's dream. And you can really see that come out 
as incoherent as it is. This movie isn't great. It's not even good. But it can be enjoyable if you like super low-budget movies like I do. Yeah, I think the moral lesson in this movie is if you're going to make a movie, you have to care at least a little bit. Otherwise, it's just a fucking mess. We know not everyone likes to watch the same kind of shit that we do. So we like to give every B movie that we review an A movie companion and tell you why this A movie, a movie of a higher class and standard, is just a higher class version of this B movie we just reviewed. So for me, I picked the 2001 film The Mummy Returns as an A movie companion for Kung Fu Mummy. Paul? I picked the 2008 movie Kung Fu Panda. Why did you pick Kung Fu Panda? So... Both movies are about creatures doing things that they normally wouldn't do. Kung Fu Panda has the character Po, who is an anthropomorphic panda who knows martial arts, eats dumplings, and can talk, amongst other things. Had a mummy from Peru who could skateboard, speak English, and also knew Kung Fu. Both these movies heavily revolve around Kung Fu. Or some kind of martial art that sort of resembles Kung Fu, but isn't actually Kung Fu. Both protagonists of each movie are outsiders in their community. In Kung Fu Panda, the character Po is a fat, not-so-intelligent, clumsy panda in a village full of skilled, very professional martial artists. He's also the last existing panda, until you watch the third movie and you find out that that's actually bullshit. But anyways, he's an outsider. The mummy was a mummy from Peru who didn't really fit into it anywhere. People started screaming when they saw him instead of thinking that he was just some guy covered in toilet paper. And his only friend was some blind, drunken bum. And both characters have a great potential that can only be unlocked through training. Po was trained by Master Shifu to become the Dragon Master. And the mummy was trained by some blind guy, so he can become the greatest kung fu master in history. And that is why Kung Fu Panda is just an A-movie version of Kung Fu Mummy. Well, I picked the 2001 film Mummy Returns because both movies are about mummies coming back to life. Both movies have people trying to find a mummy in order to cash in on its value. Both movies partially take place in the city of London. Both movies feature mummy in the title. Both movies have many quote-unquote action sequences throughout them. And finally, both movies feature the digit 3 in the runtime. In Kung Fu Mummy, it has a runtime of 93 minutes. And Mummy Returns clocks in at 130 minutes. And that's why The Mummy Returns is just an A-movie version of Kung Fu Mummy. Now it's time for everybody's favorite part. We're going to tell you how to drink away the flick. Drink away the flick. Come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away the flick. Bum, 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 bum. I'll give you some drinking games for this movie, and then so shall Paul. Number one, anytime someone talks about the mummy's jewels, take a drink. Number two, whenever the mummy has a different outfit on, take a drink. Number three, whenever someone vomits, take a drink. Number four, whenever the mummy is unearthed from his tomb, finish your drink. And number five, of course, because it's Marshall March, every time a fight starts, take a drink. Paul, 
Every time the cop drinks, take a drink. Every time the mummy does something it shouldn't do, by all logic, such as speak English, skateboard, use kung fu, take a drink. Every time a scene doesn't connect to any other scene, take a drink. And every time someone uses a random item as a weapon, take a drink. And those are the ways you can drink away this flick. Now, we've come to the point where we need to rank the movies we've seen this month. So far, we've seen two of them. Let's see how they do. For me, in second place out of two, is the movie Death Trance. Number one, The Kung Fu Mummy. Neither were very good, but Kung Fu Mummy at least made me laugh. I've actually got the same ranking. So far, Death Trance is at number two, Kung Fu Mummy, number one. It's real weird that the, that the movie that had a actual budget and was supposed to be serious was below Kung Fu Mummy. With a budget of $500. Yeah. So, if there's anything you would like to tell us about Kung Fu Mummy, or anything in general you would like to tell us or ask us, feel free to leave a comment here on SoundCloud. Tweet us, at Bros. that's all one word, or Paul directly, at Paul. Or find us on Facebook at B-Movie space B-R-O-S. That's B-Movie Bros. Anything you want to say, you can say it to us. Any final comments, Paul? Yeah, I think this movie would have benefited if it was just a series of, like, 10-minute YouTube videos. Like, it was just way too long. Individual, sec- like, segments of it were pretty funny. But when you have a whole 93, 132, who knows how fucking long this movie is. It's just not really all that much fun to watch after a while. So if you want to see what wins the battle next week and comes out on top of our chart for Marshall March, you'll have to tune in and listen to us review the 1986 Godfrey Ho film, Ninja, The Protector. So until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, be back next week.